Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. The nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. This is Internet Marketing. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 155 of Internet Marketing, brought to you by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. I am joined by Kelvin Newman. Hello Andy and hello listeners at home. And today we are talking about marketing techniques on LinkedIn. Yes, yes. So to close off our trio of episodes to kick off 2012, talking about the three biggest social network sites and kind of beginner's guides to kind of get you um, going on those different sites. So we started off with Twitter, we then went to Facebook, and then we're finally on to the ugly sister that is LinkedIn. And why do you call it the ugly sister? Because I just see LinkedIn as a bit more businessy than Facebook. Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, I think actually probably for most of the people listening, LinkedIn probably is the biggest opportunity of the three. Mm. Um, But it's just not as sexy, unfortunately. Um, And it does mean that people, if you had to ask them, which network do you think you should be promoting your business on if you had an an unlimited budget to get started tomorrow? Very few of them would be saying LinkedIn, which is madness because it is actually the one that probably has the greatest potential. Now, the assumption is that people only use LinkedIn um, for kind of recruitment. Yes, that's historically where their backgrounds come from, but more and more people are using it more and more extensively for all kinds of different reasons. And actually, it's, I think, really, really powerful because people are there with a business frame of mind, right? So you're there on work time about work issues, which if you're in the B2B sector, that's where you've got to be. But even if you're in the B2C sector, there's all kinds of applications for where you could be using LinkedIn. And I I think just people underestimate its potential power as well so i'm going to be talking a bit about some of the ways you potentially could use that now it's worth stating as well that it is the world's largest professional social network um there's over 100 million members worldwide and they've they've got about 4 million here in the uk um, and about 20 million if you take the eu as a whole now that's a significant audience of people and what's really interesting about that is those people on that network you already know a lot more about them from a business perspective than you do on any of the other social networks right so for a start you know which company they work for and you also know what their job title is you might be able to find out that information on facebook and um, twitter but it's not guaranteed linkedin is kind of essential to have that kind of information there so you already know that that's really good because you can tell if you're operating in a B2B environment who you need to be talking to much better on LinkedIn than you ever could on any of the other social networking sites. Um, there's over more than 1 million companies that have a LinkedIn company page, which was normally formerly known kind of as the company profiles. Mm. And that, in many cases, is going to be the place where you start to use the site. Now, there's perhaps a slight difference from Facebook. So on Facebook, as we talked about in the previous episode, it's all about building up your page. Um, and the equivalent to your page is your company page on um, on um, LinkedIn. Now, 
that's not the primary focus in the same way it is on Facebook. Instead, I think the most success you'll get from um, LinkedIn is by using your own personal profile on behalf of your business. Now, people might feel a little bit awkward about doing that on Facebook, on Twitter, but it's a business account on LinkedIn, so it's a little bit more the accepted norm there Mm. as well. So going to that company page, um, what can you do with that? Well, a company page is the place for companies to provide more information about their products and services job opportunities and um, company culture so that's the type of thing that you can be putting up there so in the same if we go back a couple of episodes to the twitter um you know twitter case study where we're talking about how people use it and it was to market themselves it was to share information and it was to kind of do research you can do all of those things on linkedin just Mm. as effectively as well um any linkedin member can follow a company um, that has set up a company page and get updates about their key developments so that's kind of an important and significant opportunity to show off your company so it's the same way that someone who likes you on facebook can find out more about what you're sharing you can get that as well on linkedin so that it's perhaps not as developed in the same way as facebook but it's definitely the way that it's headed there as well um so what can you do on your company page well you can add your logo so that's important to get right as well because that will appear quite frequently. Mm. You can put in company descriptions so people can understand you. And that, that's important from an SEO perspective as well because you'll find if you Google your company name, there's a pretty good possibility that your LinkedIn company page might already be ranking on those terms. So if it is, you want to be making sure that that description's active and up to date because quite often they might not be. Um, you can include up to three links. So you can include links to your other social media profiles, your blog, or, you know, almost definitely your main company website as well. You can talk about your specialities. So what areas it is that you focus you focus on and offer. Um, I don't know the details on this, but I can imagine there is a small number of people who are searching for potential business partners based on specialities. So you can kind of browse and navigate mm. in that sense to try and get that there. You can talk about the kind of t- type of company you are. They've got fields for like the the year established in the industry and you can also kind of make a connection to your twitter account there as well one that i think you'd be very wise to do is the it has the ability to on your company profile your company page so um you can pull in rss feeds so if you have a podcast you have a twitter um, you have a blog you can very very easily set it to auto update whenever that content publishes straight to your linkedin is that just uh, one rss for your multiple? i think you can do a couple um, okay. i'm not sure i think okay. so um, I'd have to double check on that. I've only really done it with one, but I'm mm. sure it might be. But if you couldn't, if it would only do it with one, you could use a tool like Yahoo Pipes to yes. combine two feeds together and yes. then generate or multiple one feeds yeah, even. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's a possibility on that front there as well. And that's kind of at the very least, if you do nothing more about this, claim your company page, go on, take any RSS that you're automatically generating, and feed that in. If you do nothing else, that would be a great use of your time to start your company profile and start people kind of being able to hear about you. And it's kind of a passive form of marketing. Mm. Yeah, a passive form of marketing. So you don't have to do a huge amount to potentially get some attention about your business there as well. Um, so LinkedIn, they also have the groups as well. So they have a similar kind of, you can set up a LinkedIn groups. Um, now this is perhaps where the flip to facebook is because on facebook pages are the most popular and groups are less successful on linkedin it's kind of the other way around as well so you could create a linkedin group um you know for your potential customers um and i would wouldn't call it like the linkedin group for you know people who want to buy from me you know mm. um, but instead you could have you know the 
your first podcast group say for andy or if you're a wedding photographer you know a corporate photographer you could have one for kind of what's the job title of people who you normally buy from and set up a group sorry who normally buy from you yes and um set up groups specifically for those types of people and then um, participate in it but if those groups already exist join them and post interesting content to them as well and what you will find is um it might not seem like a group is that active so there might only be five or six people regularly contributing to it but what you'll find is those updates about what's happening in that group is going out to a lot of people via email so okay. there's a lot more people seeing the interesting content that you're creating and, and, and doing that than perhaps you might necessarily realize as well. LinkedIn also have their advertising platform, so you can do that to promote a service to a target audience. They've got a lot of free trials floating about at the moment on that on LinkedIn, so I'd consider doing that if you've never done that before. And that potentially is quite powerful because you can target it to particular job titles. Um, and also the LinkedIn answers section of the site is really good for asking questions. So if you've got a query and you yeah. need someone to help you, the LinkedIn answers is a great way of doing that. But equally, one of the best ways to use social media is to demonstrate thought leadership. So demonstrate mm. that you know what you're talking about. So someone else will be feel greater confidence in buying from you. And a great way to demonstrate that uh, thought leadership is via answering difficult questions um, about your topic or area of expertise yes i've um, used that a couple of times actually yeah, and it can work really well i mean so at the very least the person who's asking the question if you answer it well they might then come to you and potentially look to you for business but there's a huge number of people who are also reading that content and saying oh andy he knows what he's talking about oh kelvin he knows what he's talking about mm. and then they find your website and contact you about your service off the back of that so that can work really well as, as a general rule as well mm. so to kind of sum up on linkedin um there are groups that already exist where your potential customers are having conversations. Join those groups and become part of them. Um, also, consider using the advertising. It's a great way of generating very, very targeted adverts to very, very specific groups of people who you would like to be speaking to. And consider the answers as well. And also, fundamental, set up your page for your company and set up the RSS feed of it because that will allow you to passively start to have some content being shared on LinkedIn, even if you're focusing more of your time on some of the other more sexy social networking sites like um, Facebook and Twitter. So, Kelvin, just in summary, yes, what you're saying then about LinkedIn is that you think that the um, the the company, sorry, the the personal profile page is better than the company page. Is that what well, you think? Well, so I've not really touched on it too much here. I've kind of talked about what you do with the company. But yeah. um, to put it this way, right? So say I was a sales guy, mm. all right? And as a sales guy, I need to speak to someone who has a certain job title who works at a certain company, right? Or, you know, I say, say, site visibility. We want to talk to marketing directors who are uh, marketing directors for UK-based companies that have global um, operations or global aspirations. Mm. So they're the type, you know, the companies that we tend to work with most frequently. So I can get a list of those types of companies, and I can go on LinkedIn, and I have a Rolodex of all of those people. Mm -hmm. And if I've got a paid-for premium account. I can contact them direct via LinkedIn. If I haven't, I can probably still find out their phone number by going to their website if there's a little bit more jiggery-pokery to go mm. around there. Mm -hmm. So effectively, in a short period of time with you know, time, research skills, and a bit of kind of 
you know, hustle, I suppose, mm. I can quickly find all the names of all of the people who could buy my potential service in the, in the UK, particularly if it's in the B2B sector, mm-hmm. same in the US as well, you know. So if I know who these people are, I can, I can very easily email them if I pay for the premium account or with a bit of clever research, I can find out their phone number on their website. Mm. I know who these people are. I can then, you know, research them um, if I want to, I can cold call them. That might work. I don't know. Or I can say, okay, well, who are these people on LinkedIn? They've probably shared their Twitter account because a lot of people do. I can follow them on Twitter, then see what they're talking about, what they're interested in. Wait a couple of weeks, respond to them on Twitter a couple of times to start a conversation, and then hopefully build up a rapport that potentially would lead to a, a sale in the future. And if you're selling big deals where you don't actually have that many customers over a year, maybe like 10 or 15 sales would be considered a great success for a salesperson. Mm-hmm. That's the way I'd be developing my pipeline if I was kind of one of those, you know, those people. Good stuff. Fantastic. So that kind of wraps up um, our section on um, Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn. I'd love to hear what people think about these tools, particular topics that, you know, experiences that they've had. And it'd be great if in our Q&A sessions that we'll have coming up over the next couple of weeks, if people could send in their questions specifically about Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn. We'll try and answer them as much as we possibly can. Please do. And also tell us what, what you do when you listen to the podcast. The best one we've had so far is mowing the lawn. Yes. Yeah, no, I, I don't... I, I hope that that's a sit-on lawnmower that they're doing that on. You know, kind of one of those little tractory type ones. I would love one of them. <laughs> don't right, send so me one, though. No, you know, if you kind of... Yeah, so <laughs> please don't send me one. My garden's not quite that big. Yeah, send him one. <laughs> right, so that wraps it up for episode uh, 155, isn't it, of yes. Internet Marketing. And uh, brought to you, of course, by Site Visibility at sitevisibility.com. Yes. And we'll see you all again next time. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Well, that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on the internet at www.internetmarketingpodcast.org where you'll find show notes, links, and instructions on how to subscribe. We would absolutely love to get feedback, comments, and questions from you. If you want to send an email, send it to kelvin.newman at sitevisibility.com. Also, feel free to comment on the website. And if you'd like to use our voice line number, if you're outside of the UK, it's plus four four one two seven three two five six one five zero. If you're inside the UK, it's o one two seven three two five six one five zero. And you can leave a voice, comment, or question, and we'll play it on the show. Also, we would absolutely be delighted if you would give us a, a rating on iTunes itself. Well, that's it for now. Andy White signing off until next week on Internet Marketing. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK, the nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK.